Hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Uh, today's just going to be a couple of handsome guys having a quick chat, getting ready for the weekend. Working Perspectives Podcast, Weekend Pop-Ins. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied as always by my editor and producer, Tom Byers. Uh, Shake, how you doing, bud? You ready to do this? I'm doing well and I'm ready to roll, my friend. Beautiful. All right, uh, let's get this pop-in started. Ready? Let's go. All right, shake diggity dog. Let's yes, chat. All right, we got a big month. This is Working Perspectives podcast version of March Madness. All right. Yeah. But yes. it's, instead of madness, it's just March Mad. All right. Yep. Because you're going to get mad at the March that we have for you. Yeah. All a right? bunch of people are going to take off work and get hammered during the day just to listen to these podcasts. Yep. Yep, bars are going to be packed, people are going to be going nuts, and they're going to want to know why we booked the same person and and had him split his two interviews into four weeks of fun. All right? Mm-hmm. So we have coming up this week, we are debuting uh, part one of the four-part extravaganza, which is the Alex Lavelle experience. So we have my younger brother, Alex, on the show and we had a lot of history with him so we had to take his stuff we had to break it up into four or two episodes which ends up being four episodes uh so yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun content but yeah it's a month of alex and i'll tell you i've spent 30 something years with him a month is gonna be tough for everybody (laughs) you know (laughs) sorry to do this to you yeah these people are getting a deal they only have them for a month so yeah they got the monthly subscription. Yeah. One month of Alex. Matt, without giving too much away, what what do the people need to know about Alex getting into this? You know, that, so, that might give them a little background. Uh, well, let's just say he lives in Chicago, you know, Chicago, yeah. uh, with Julie Shepperwood from Chicago. Um, <laughs> but he lives in Chicago. Uh, he's a, uh, theater, he was a, is a theater director. He's a, uh, member of the United States army reserves. Um, he's my younger brother. Uh, we have a, an older brother asshole that we'll talk about on the show. Him and shake. were actually coming up. We're best buds because they were the same age growing up in our neighborhood. So they were mm-hmm. hanging out all the time. Yes. Uh, we have a ton of good stories. Some uh, some tear jerking stories, you know, some emotional stuff, some funny yeah. stuff. This one really hits the highs and lows, Matt. That's you know, that's for sure. We, we really touch yeah. on all of the uh, all the emotions there. You're you're right though. Uh, we've always prided ourselves on this podcast of adopting. We want the en- entertainment kind of uh, like mantra of being like ice cream. Right. Mm-hmm. Where there's not just you don't have to just like one flavor of ice cream. There's not just one. We want as far as entertaining people, we want every emotion. We want everything we can do to entertain. If it's happy, fun, sad, silly, dumb, whatever it is, <laughs> we want to be able to do it all. Yeah. You know, so sure. that's kind of we, we show a little bit of some range here with Alex but uh mm-hmm. but yeah it's fun it's good stuff a lot of laughs and yeah it's, yeah it'll be fun it'll and, be, and it's like a deep dive too yeah and i think that like an, an ongoing uh theme of this show really will be just exposing our listeners to the like the epic history of of like the lavelle household and you and your siblings 
and your whole family environment because you guys have such a, an incredible story. And I, when I, when we talk about it, I feel like we're uh, we're like talking about the Rolling Stones back in the seventies or something. Like there's so many great <laughs> stories. Some of them are some of them are awesome. Some of them are not awesome. Some of them are you know just fantastic. Yeah. Some are maybe not appropriate. And, yeah. and you know a lot of love and a lot of hate and a lot of a lot of everything in between. And it's just fun to to bring these up. You know. Yeah, I know that uh, also on this on the, I think it's the second half. So parts three and four, we also get a visit or a story about Xander, which is Alex's <laughs> alter ego. Yes. So you got some Xander in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like, uh, and also I will say this, and I do say it when we record the show, but um, the previous uh, record holder on this show for most jobs was the man, the myth, the Murph Meyer, great friend of the show. Great guy. Right. Um, but the man, the myth, the Mirth Meyer got blown the hell out of the water with the amount of jobs that yeah. Alex, you know, Alex, the kid Lavelle. Had yeah, he lost the belt. It was, oh, he totally lost it. He got smoked. Alex has had yeah. more jobs and he knows what to do with, you yeah. know, so that's going to be fun. Uh, so, yeah, definitely get ready for the month of Alex four part series. And also let us know how you feel about the lengths of the episodes changing. Uh, when we started this, we see like, uh, you know, we have to see like what's successful and we check out other podcasts. And one of the things that a lot of the most successful podcasts had in common is that there are two, two, two plus hours, you yep. know? So we went in with the notion of like, all right, we're going to try and be two. And if we can't be two, we're going to be one and a half to two plus, you know? And we did that at first. And most of our episodes were over an hour and 40 minutes coming Easily, in. And yeah. then now... Yeah. Now we started to we wanted to see what it would be like to switch from the long format to kind of the, the half of that with our episodes now being an hour and hour and a half at the most. So, mm -hmm. you know, went from there still over an hour, still good content. But we wanted we want the, the listeners opinion on what they what they would prefer and what they like. And if you want us to go back to long, then we'll go back to long. You know, it's uh, yeah. I guess the size of the the size of the episode matters. <laughs> yeah, we just have size so much. To, we have so much to jam pack in there. It's tough, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, so yeah. and and everyone seems to really like the guests we have on. But they also love these these new segments that we're grooming. You know, we're we're like farmers out there with our with our little yeah. watering can. We're grooming up oh, these segments, yeah. you know, oh, yeah, baby. And these are becoming oh, yeah. fan favorites, you know. Oh, yeah. Red hot, red and, hot in the and streets. In that uh, in that in that uh, spirit, maybe we can mention a little tiny bit on this newest segment that we're we're cooking up here uh, for you people at home. We're not going to give too much away about it because it's still in its it's seedling phase, you know, yeah. we haven't watered yeah. it enough. We haven't gotten the miracle grow, you know, putting in the pot yet, but let's just put it this way. It's going to involve uh, conspiracy theories. And Matt, let me ask you how, uh, how versed are you? How much do you buy into conspiracy theories? Are you the kind of guy that, that be would believe some conspiracy theories or you think most of them are bullshit? What, where do you fall? So I am one of those where right off the jump, I'm a skeptic. Right. Mm -hmm. Where I'm like, now nah, you're full of shit, you know? Yeah. But then if someone has some good kind of schmutz to throw at me, yeah. some good stats and some good, I, I listen and sometimes Absolutely. I'm like, okay, maybe you'll change my mind. 
you know, but you can't be any Joe Schmo yeah. just coming up and saying, you know, that uh, Marilyn Monroe was actually, you know, Susan B. Anthony. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, this is just like, you got to yeah. have some facts. Cold so you're, facts you're open. You. You're open to information I am. and believing and stuff. I would love a you're good just one. a skeptic yeah. going in. Okay. Yeah. Sure. And I, I I've heard people say yeah. that. I've heard people say that, like, you know, they all can't be bullshit. Some of them have to be real. You know, some of them right. have been proven to be real. So, yeah, that, that'll be very interesting. I, I consider myself a skeptic on a lot of that. It's one of those things where you, you add it up, you think all of these things would have to go perfectly in order for this to be true. And I just don't, you know, I don't, I don't think that's the case with, with many of these. So we'll see. We have, a, we have a little special someone coming in that's going to apparently change our minds on a lot of these things. So get ready for that apparently. segment, people. It's, it should be hitting the streets, I don't know, in a week or two. You'll be, uh, you'll, you'll be segment experiencing of new the segments. Streets. Yeah. Yeah. On the award-winning work and perspectives podcast. The, the, yes. The, the award-winning, this is how the Simpsons came up. The Simpsons was on, uh, what was it? The Carol Burnett show. Your very first show in America was the one that spawned the Simpsons. Yes. So did you, like, are you a creator of the Simpsons? I breastfed the yellow people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yes, we wanted little cartoon segments, and, you know, as bumpers on the show, and there was this blue hair and uh, of Marge, I remember that specifically. And then I was so busy doing all these parts in the show, and then they came and said, we need somebody to do record the voices, you know, to, and, uh, and Julie, okay, I'll do it. Wow. Julie's voice, so she was Marge. Wow. And then Dan Castellaneta said, okay, I don't mind, I'll be, I'll be, what do you want me to be? So he's Homer. <laughs> and uh, that was it, that very first week. And then that, well, who knew? <laughs> and then uh, I knew it was big. I think I went to Italy the next summer for my holiday, and there was like Italian, you know, like Simpsons are bath form. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, yeah, The Simpsons started on my show. And, well, yes, yeah. And they were like a little yeah. teeny tiny little segment and people loved them so much they got their own show and now they've been on for, you know, fucking 150 years. The most but, famous yeah. show of all time. That's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. Yeah, I'm I sure remember... I'm, I'm sure I'm fucking it up, but, you know, people out there, let us I know. Think you're, probably, you're probably right. You know, I remember when uh, when I was a kid, though, my dad, like, so when I was really young, we were in a uh, a like a real strict like Catholic household, right? So like we weren't allowed to watch like certain things. So mm -hmm. weren't allowed to watch like. Uh, so I remember my dad threw out a VHS copy of Wayne's World too. We weren't allowed to watch that. And then also we weren't allowed to watch MTV and we weren't allowed to watch the Simpsons. Right. Because Bart was disrespectful to his dad. Yes. Uh, so uh, yeah, we, oh, totally. My household as well. We were allowed to watch the Simpsons. And I think that both of our families were the same. And I think you might bring this up in one of these episodes coming up where strictly Catholic, of course, like, you know, Catholic school, go to mass kind of people, but also, uh, you know, a little like, like we just said with conspiracy theories, skeptics. I know my, mm -hmm. my family wasn't, uh, like we weren't allowed to watch South park, but we were allowed to watch the Simpsons. I guess that's like the line that was drawn. Yeah. And I remember, man, when South park hit my neighbor, 
friend of the show, John Bell, he was allowed to watch South Park. Yeah. So I would walk over to his porch and he would explain what happened in the episode. <laughs> and that's how I got South Park. He would just his rent, his Dude. his reimagining of, of what the hell the episodes were. And I love South Park. And now, it was man. South Park's great. Yeah. And it was, dude, I'll tell you what, especially when it came out, uh, you know, like really, really like when it came out initially, it was massive, 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 massive hit, massive hit. You know, like I'm talking back like, you know, like Hanky the Christmas Pooh, you know, yeah, and like suck on my big salty balls, (laughs) put them in your mouth, put them in your mouth, you know, like. And I think that was huge. Like, yeah, South huge. Park has like grown with the audience where it started out very childish and crude and it was perfect for us because that was our mm-hmm. age. And then as sure. it's gotten older, it's become this like satire, like this political undertone satire show. And it's fantastic, man. I fucking they dude. I love they it. have done. They have done some things that you're like this is this is absolutely genius so like the one there's two that i'm thinking of right mm-hmm. one is when big gay al and Her- paris hilton have a slut off right <laughs> like there's that episode <laughs> and then the other one is when uh when i think it's stan's dad lost the record for taking the biggest shit in the yes. world Yes, to Bono. And it's not that Bono took the biggest shit in the world. It's that Bono was the biggest piece of shit in the world. And I fucking lost it. I was like, that kind of stuff, that's genius. That is absolute genius. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's, so it's Stan Marsh, right? That's, um, what's the dad's name? I don't know. Randy Marsh. That's what it is. It's Randy Marsh. I'm going to edit that yeah. out. So it's Randy Marsh. That's his name, Randy Marsh. Um, he, he's fantastic. He's like the star of the show now. I've seen some recent episodes and he's just the best. Oh, man. really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he does. Damn, so they <laughs> when... transitioned the characters very well then. Oh, know? yeah. Yeah, he, um, when uh, Colorado got weed legalized, which I guess is like 10 years old now at this point, he has like an episode where he's like obsessed with buying uh you know, over the counter marijuana and it's fucking hilarious. Um, I remember when, when, <laughs> when Obama won the election, this, I obviously this was back in 08. There's like a whole episode where he goes nuts and like curses off his boss because Obama's been elected. which is great um oh my god i'm trying to think of some other ones but yeah i mean anyway south park's fantastic yeah yeah to be yeah also like bigger longer and uncut one of the best one Mm -hmm. of the best movies yeah you know just like the songs in it as well like what would brian boitano do blame canada la resistance like Mm -hmm. forget about it like forget about it yeah great stuff okay so all right enough about you know smoking our d's about how awesome we are in south park and all that stuff all Mm -hmm. right let's get on to what's going down in chinatown uh we're coming into the weekend 
right? It's going to be fun, fun time in town, you know, party mm-hmm. times here. Let's get it popping. Let's get it going. Hell yeah. This is how we do it. Uh, but we need some recommendation, a little recommendation on something to do or what to have going down or something's up. Uh, what do you got, mm-hmm. Shake Diggity, as far as a recommendation? I'm going to go with uh, second week in a row. I'm going to go with a TV show. Um, like it. Like and- it. Like it, baby. I always went with these. I have a few recommendations. I have a, I have a document of recommendations now, which is my favorite thing Love in the world. Um, uh, I want to go with TV shows that are highly accessible. So they're on like Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, or regular TV. And I want them to be ones that people probably have passed over. So I'm not going to like recommend, you know, the, the hit shows right now. Here's one that I think a lot of dudes may have missed uh because of uh, you know uh they judged the book by its cover uh it's on netflix it's called dairy girls Watched this film last night. My dad got it off Pyro Pauling. And it's about these two lads and they wear these crackers just and they rock about just shooting people and eating cheeseburgers and they're all motherfucker this, motherfucker that. It's got your man in it. What do you call him? The disco dancer from the Q's talking. Who owns the fella? Me. Well, come on then, Bolik. Are you introducing yourself or what? Hi, I'm Michelle's cousin, James. Why is he making that funny noise? He's English, Ola. That's the way they talk. He's me to Kathy's way. I told you about Manta Kathy. She went to England years ago to have an abortion, never came back. Never got the abortion either. Look at you, James, eh? I didn't actually know that. Have you have you tuned into this at all? Dairy Girls? No. Okay. No. <laughs> this goes in perfectly with like South Park and and you know uh, childish humor and stuff. So Dairy Girls is a show on Netflix. Um, it's comedy. And it's just about a group of girls at like a Catholic, you know, like a private school in Ireland. And they are kind of living like, it's almost like super bad for like Irish teenage girls. Like they're, they're okay. very like informal. They're very crude. They're cursing at each other. They're <laughs> very, uh, you know, not PC uh, kind of discussions yeah. and schemes going on between these girls. But like it's a show that like everybody has seen on Netflix at the top of the screen. They always promote it, and like I th- I feel like a, b- a lot of dudes probably just pass it over because they think it's some sort of like girly show. But I'm telling you, this show is fucking hilarious. The like All the right. three main girls in it are absolutely hilarious. Um, so tune in, man. Tune in, Dairy Girls. I think there's like two seasons. Nice, dude, for sure. Any uh. Hold on, stick with shows because you have you've given me some great recommendation on shows. So what else do you have for shows? You got any more? Well, we can. I guess we can discuss this one now. The one that I gave you a couple a couple weeks ago is uh, Letterkenny. There's a few guys walking around town claiming to be the toughest guys in Letterkenny. I'm the toughest guy in Letterkenny. You were the toughest guy in Letterkenny. It's been some time. Now, it's safe to assume that that title is as important to you now as it was then. It's a duck with a boner drag weeds. 10-4, good buddy. I'd be most worried if I tore my ball sack open trying to do a skateboard trick if I could see my accessory glands. Well, you don't want to go too kooky with accessories on your truck or your Jeep. It's okay with like a quad though, like my buddy Big T's got a snorkel kit on his and that's pretty punk rock. What's an accessory gland? Well, if your vas deferens is your sperm ducts, the accessory glands is what supplies lubricant to the sperm duct. 
think if I ripped open my ball sack trying to do a skateboard trick, I'd be most worried about seeing my seminal vesicles. Or like the Florida State seminal vesicles? Like the sack that hangs behind your vast deferens that contains fructose, which is energy for the sperm. Yeah, it's like when you go in the city there and they got them charge stations for the people what drive the electric cars. That's pretty much your seminal vesicles. I thought it was pretty funny when I said Florida State seminal vesicles and nobody laughed. And I think you may have discussed oh. it a couple of times. Yeah, that's on Hulu. I? Yeah, I think you brought it up in an episode once because I think you said, to be oh. fair. And that's like one of their... To be fair. Yeah, to be fair. <laughs> that's one of their slogans. Dude, yeah. Yes. Leonard yeah. Kenny, that's a tech, that's a Texas size 10-4 on old Leonard Kenny, man. Yeah. <laughs> Say it. Squirrely Dan. Um, Say it. Yeah, it's it. That's an awesome show as well, man. And that's I think awesome it's like becoming show. a hit now. Um, people love that have show. You, have you ever watched Trailer Park Boys? You know, <laughs> I've watched um, a little bit of Trailer Park Boys, and I've. <laughs> this is so funny. This is kind of fucked up. So the one Trailer Park Boy with uh, he's got like real thick glasses. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, bubbles, bubbles. <laughs> you kidding me? I was in a bubs. I was at a bar once and uh, my buddy, Tom Mallon, a uh, friend of the show, listener of the show. I think he listens on YouTube. Tom, if you're listening, yeah. uh, fuck yourself. Um, Me and but, him just became Facebook friends. So watch ooh, it. Right? Yeah. We're Facebook official friends. All right, pal. He, uh, we were at a bar one time and, and some random person told him he looked like that guy from Trailer Park. <laughs> And, and we looked it up on like you know on our phones like what the oh, hell that's great. About? it was a great it was a great insult that's great <laughs> uh, like trailer park boys yeah trailer park boys is a massive hit though but letter kenny so it's it's the same kind it has like certain similarities where it's like a mockumentary style and it follows around like these people living in a small town in canada mm -hmm. right but dude there it's it's like i mean i don't know if it's so funny but then it's so badass at the same time like the yeah. music in it's killer you know what i mean mm -hmm. and like the like the acting and the slang also i believe isn't there a new mighty ducks coming out right i have no idea is there i i believe there is there's is... like a, it's gonna be a tv show on uh, disney plus oh okay is emilio in it or what come on man i don't i don't know but i think you know the blonde hockey guy from from letter kenny mm, yes i think he, he's the coach if i'm correct i might be oh wrong. really oh that's yeah. great yeah oh speaking of okay so here's a do you so this is a movie, this probably came out, gosh, maybe 10 years ago, but there's a movie, Sean William Scott, and it's called Goon. Have you ever seen that? Oh, movie? yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a great one. Call <laughs> great. Classic movie. Yeah. Classic. Him and Liev Schravel. Yes. Classic yeah. movie. Classic. That's so good. That's so good. Yeah. That's a good movie. So, yeah, tune in, people. Yeah. I don't know where to find that one. Let me look it up real quick. It's always good to tell people Whatever. where to where to locate these movies and shows. Where to locate? Uh, also, a little feedback from last week's pop in. I spoke about the book, The Gray Bastard, part of the Lotland series, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And hope and uh, didn't hear any anything back from any of our listeners. So go fuck yourselves. Mm. Thanks. Still have no one to talk to about it. But mm. uh, I did talk to someone about it, and it happened to be the author of the gosh damn book. 
How about All right. that? Yeah, so, I saw. You uh, guys had a little dalliance. Uh, Dude, I've talked to him a bunch, actually. That would be, well, I will say a bunch. That'll be the third interaction we've had on the Twitter. And yeah. the first one was under my personal Twitski. And then the last two have been under uh, the working pod Twitski. So he's really like, how cool is that? Like, he's probably got a, he has a big following and stuff. Like, the books are really popular. And oh, yeah. he is, he takes time to like, he'll always, like, I'll always ask him questions about like, who would he cast as characters? And mm-hmm. he's cool enough to like, to like placate me and like, you know, talk with me about it and stuff like that. So he's just like, and I know they're not massive hits yet, but like, as far as like a guy, like, I like taking a cue from his book where it's like, he's like a struggling, I don't, I don't think he's struggling because I think his books did very well, but he still like interacts with his fans. And I think that's fucking awesome. So yeah, either way, talk to him about it and, you know, just had a little chat with him and sent him our episode where I praised the shit out of his book. And one of his responses was he was like, uh, uh, you know, I usually he's, he said he's like, look, I don't listen to people critique my work, either good or otherwise, you know, and I was like, Ooh, that's probably a good idea. And he, <laughs> he, he said so he said he's like, I'm not going to listen to it, but if it's nice, thank you. And if it's bad then pick an explicit and, you know, use that to go whatever, you, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I was yeah, like, all right, stuff. I like this guy. Uh, yeah. But okay. So keeping for me, uh, for my recommendation, I'm going to throw another book series out there that I've got a few people hooked on this. Now, Shake, mm-hmm. I've explained this to you, but you're too much of an intellectual to get into some deep fantasy. Or deep fiction, I would say. You're too much of an intellectual. You're too much of a Stephen King, Stephen Hawking books kind of Christopher <laughs> Reeves kind of guy. You know, you don't you don't have time for imagination and fun. Uh, but so these books, right? It's a book series, and I've listened to these ones like a bunch. I pirated them at first before I even had Audible. Then I got Audible, and I was like, I need every single one of these. And these, I've gone through this series multiple times, right? Mm-hmm. And this is another series, right, that if picked up and done correctly, we're talking like Walking Dead level of, like, huge, right? This yeah. book these book series will be massive. All right. And here's the, here's the kind of, here's the time frame, right. Or here's how it is. So it's uh, okay. So the book series itself is called the demon cycle by Peter V. Brett. Right. And the way it is, is that imagine the world uh, kind of ends. Well, it doesn't end. Mm-hmm. So it's 300 year where it, where it takes place is 300 years after what's called the return. Right. So imagine our society right now where we are. And then all of a sudden, as soon as the sun goes down at night, these demons come up from the ground and all the demons are kind of there where they're uh, geologically like where they come out of. That's the kind of demon they are. So say Hmm. if you come out in the forest, you're a wood demon. Right. Say if you come out in the mountains, you're a rock demon. Right. Hmm. Say you come out. I'd like to be a Chipotle demon. demon. Yeah. Well, you already are. So either way, right, the demons only come out at night, right? So as soon as the sun goes down, the demons come up, right? And the humans don't have any protection from the demons except for what are called wards, which are like, they're like, it's like Chinese glyphs. Like say, you know, imagine this is where you lived, where you had to put 
uh, like Chinese glyphs around your doorway and around like the front of your house so okay. that the demons couldn't come in. Right. But every night, as soon as the sun goes down, you have massive demons that are like these demons are huge. Right. You have these massive demons coming, shaking your tree and rattling your tree and testing your wards, because if there's one little crack, they're coming in. You have no defense against them and they'll just obliterate you and your whole family. So like you could go to bed one night. Right. And say like, say if we were neighbors, I'd be like, all right, Tom, night, buddy. I'll, I'll see you tomorrow, pal. We'll play some stickball, you Ooh. know, go to bed that that night. You're one of your wards next to your that your back door got mm-hmm. a little smudge on it from some dirt or something like that that ward doesn't work fire demon wood demon comes in your house your whole family is obliterated your house is on fire right and your fire catches next to my house right then my house goes up so now we're running in the middle of the night just trying to find a place you know maybe like a lot of them had farms where the fence on the farm they would put something there so it keep the livestock in there so you're running to try to get in with the livestock before a fire demon or a wood demon get you Holy smokes. or the fire itself yeah so that's where they live like that's their daily life right mm. so their daily life is like trying to survive like working on a farm and things like that but then it's also like every, like you got to make sure your wards are right you got to make sure right and then there's another thing is that so in this society, like the way the cities are built, right, is that a city is a fort, right? So the forts, all the cities are walled in and they all have the the wards on them to protect them from the demons and all those things, right? So like a mass populated area, has a lot of wards and a lot of warders and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. But they're still like have to be in at night and stuff. So like the smaller towns, it's more like it goes by house by house, right? So the toughest job to have in this in this realm is a messenger, right? So if you're oh, a yeah. messenger, yeah, could you imagine like, okay, so I'm in Philadelphia. Imagine if I had to go to New York, right? So mm-hmm. even like, and this is back when you're riding on a horse and you're like, you know, riding a horse to these different places. So at night you have to make a fence, like a wood, like a circle with like rope and wood and hopefully your wards are right. And you have to sit in this circle in the middle of like the woods or the fields or whatever. And these demons that are massive, like 15 feet tall, coming up like banging on your wards, trying to get in while you're trying to get some sleep and try and imagine that like freaking like four nights in a row. You said they come up and, and, and bang on your wards. So are these things like made out of, you said it's like back in horse so, days. Like there was no cars or anything going on. Exactly. Yeah. So all of that had been destroyed right like are they allowed to touch it or oh uh, so they're allowed so the way it is right say if you were in a house right and you put the wards on your house the way the demons they the demons live in the core of the planet right so Mm -hmm. they live in the core and they like they missed they when the sun goes down they come up from the core and like they're they're able to like mist and they come up as like a cloud and then they form into like something like you know like a like a solid being as soon as they come up right and then mm-hmm. there it's like a, the wards create like an invisible force field like an invisible shield right when they hit mm-hmm. it you know so when they and it like humans can obviously walk through it it's fine whenever but just these demons can't get through these force fields oh, right very nice so yeah so if you're a messenger traveling from town to town you have what's called a warded circle and you put your circle out every night and you're just like sitting there with your horse, hoping that the horse doesn't get scared and run away with the circle, you mm. know, because then you're then you're dead. 
So messengers go from like fort, like city to city and town to town delivering mail and things like that. So it's like one of the most dangerous jobs to have. Right. Wild shit, and man. yeah. So, and like, you know, the, the way the fighting is, is like a lot of the people are just kind of cowed by these demons and just kind of live in, they're trying to survive and, and live in these minuscule lives. But then there's a whole culture, right. That it's like a warrior culture that's dedicated to every night they fight the demons. And what they do is, is that they have like the men are who are are warriors are like treated like you know like the best like they get all the women all the food like all the everything right but every mm-hmm. night those men like they go to war with the demons so they could potentially mm-hmm. die right mm. yeah so yeah. it's yeah it's big for them to get like you know so like it's kind of like so that culture is there but that's in like the desert and then there's like uh you know this place like lake town that's on this massive lake then there's this place in the mountains and there's this place in the woods like there's all these major forts and there's like a bunch of little towns and is in uh, revolves around different point of view characters and like their story through the book and it's that's really something yeah i'm so- telling like imagine this is a movie you know like the first scene of the book a kid is like fighting for his life and his family because their wards get messed up you know like that's the first chapter it shouldn't isn't there like a whole network of or like a company that just makes sure your wards are or ship shape so they would have warders but it's not like they have a printing press right it's not like they have a printing machine everything's done by hand Right. They have like some printing machine things, but they don't have like a ward crafting. It sounds like thing. a they miserable experience for these who, people. Like make wards. <laughs> oh, yeah. And look, and also at, like when you when you first read the book, all they have are defensive wards. There's no yeah. attacking wards like they don't have a ward that you could put on a spear and kill a demon with. You know what yeah. I mean? So like the, they're literally like the only thing they can do is they can trick a demon into following it, falling into a hole. And then like put wards around the hole. And then when the sun comes up, the sun will kill the demon. That Holy is, smokes. that's all they have. Yeah. Okay. And this is so, called, like, this is called the demon cycle series. The demon then, cycle series. The, the first book is called the warded man, the warded man. And who's the author? What's his name? Peter V. Barrett. Peter V. Barrett. Okay. So it's Peter and then V and then Brett. So yeah. And you, and you of course recommend the, uh, the audio book of it. Um, you're a big, big yeah. proponent of the audiobooks, and we were tipped off by somebody. If, if those of you out there are not into the whole Audible thing, there is an app called Hoopla, H-O-O-P-L-A, that apparently has um, free audiobooks. Uh, I think it like hooks who, in with who, local libraries. Who, hmm? who gave us that recommendation? Mm, someone who usually, uh, usually gives really bad recommend. No. Um, my my Sounds older like brother real Kevin. Schlep. Sounds older like brother a real Kevin. schlep. A real schlep. He's schlepper. a good guy that he's a good guy that Kev. He, um, he's a good guy, okay. but he's a real schlep. Yeah, for sure. All right. So Shake looks like we're coming to the top of yeah. time of the old Popsky. Yes, sir. Um all right. So well this has been another rousing rendition of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the weekend perspective or the working perspectives podcast weekend pop-ins as always i'm matt lavelle accompanied by my editor and producer and my good buddy tom byers uh right. you can find us on you can find us on all podcast platforms 
and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can find us on Spotify at the Working Perspectives Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Working P Pod. And if you like to be a guest on the show, hit us up at workingperspectives at gmail.com. Uh, Shake Diggity, anything you want to say to the people before we roll out? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm driving up north on the uh, coast of California this weekend, um, heading to Monterey. Um, and then I'm going to double back and go to Santa Barbara. So tune in on our Instagram and I'll have, some, I'll have some beautiful, you know, footage. Oh, can't wait, man. Maybe, maybe get some wait. shots of our official mascot, Penny, in, uh, in some new environs. Nice. So tune in. Awesome, man. You losers. Dude, I hope you have a, hope you have a great time. Hope you have a great time. I, I, um, I bet I will. All right. Perfect. So, uh, well, that was the weekend popping. Uh, that's it for us. Thanks for listening and uh, stick around for the ad read. Do you have a message or a story inside of you that you've been waiting to tell? Have you always dreamed of writing a book but are intimidated by the complexities of the book publishing world? Perhaps you want to use a book to launch your public speaking or consulting career. If so, please reach out to Scott and Bell Publishing located right here in beautiful Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Scott and Bell Publishing handle all genres and authors with all experience levels. Scott and Bell Publishing gives authors 100% creative freedom and a higher royalty split. They can be found at www.skotbell.com. That's www.s is in Sam, K is in Kite, O is in October, P is in Tom. B is in boy, E is in Edward, L is in Larry, L is in Larry.com. That's Scott and Bell Publishing, where the authors go.